you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's currently trending on Twitter, Monday Vibes, Fiddler on the Roof, and Milk Crate Challenge. If you have not caught up oh with that, gosh. it is all kinds of hijinks. Nate, I can just mm-hmm. pick you at the airport yesterday watching them all and laughing your butt off. We're going to create some <laughs> of our own hashtags here, just fake ones that we're going to make up on GMFB. And then we're going to go around the table with our whiteboards and write what we would tweet in response to those fake topics. We call it Trend of the World on a Monday morning. Here we go. Guys, we just talked about this last segment in his first snaps of the year. Ben Roethlisberger, number seven, showed everyone he ain't going nowhere. Throwing for 137 yards, two touchdowns for going to the sidelines. After the game, Mike Tomlin spoke of Big Ben saying, quote, I thought we got what we wanted to get accomplished. So let's pick the preseason week two performance that had us the most satisfied with the hashtag got what we wanted. Peter, did you get what you wanted? I got what I wanted out of Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson was up there in Green Bay after a week of practicing against Aaron. Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and the Packers. He went out there and he was outstanding. If you missed this game, it was on NFL Network. He was lights out hitting, felt like Tyler Croft every single play. That seemed to be the connection. Wilson <laughs> to Croft. Um, I always preach patience with this Jets team. They're so young. They're not going to win many games this season. I know that because of just the youth on the roster. And yet, this guy is going to win many highlights, and he's going to win many fans. He has been outstanding through two games. I thought week one he was great. I think he was better even in week two. Look at him rolling across his body, hitting the path. Peter, well, maybe they win some games this year. With maybe, they maybe, I'm, maybe I'm dismissing them too many times here on the show. Maybe they actually do go out there. Yeah. I just feel like there's a big uphill climb with that roster as a whole, but they got the quarterback right after two games, at least in the preseason. <laughs> all right, I'll take you to Green Bay. Um, I remember playing against the Packers, uh, and all I heard was, go, Pack, go. Yeah. Go, Pack, go. I think it's going to be different. They should embrace a different type of chant, and that is run, pack, run. I want to give somebody credit who's been balling out. Last week, Kylan Hill, he had a touchdown receiving out of the air. And this past week, um, he had a rushing touchdown. How about this young man? And the reason I'm bringing this up is because we know that they have running backs. I get it. I know that Aaron Jones is there and A.J. Dillon. They also have Dexter Williams and Patrick Taylor. I think for the first time in a long time, Aaron Rodgers might be playing with the most loaded running back group he's ever had. And as much as we want to see him sit back there and deliver and cut defenses up and be surgical like 
like we've seen him do before. Maybe occasionally leaning on the run game is going to be good for Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFour. So yeah. run, pack, run, and shout out to Kylan Hill. Mm -hmm. Two weekends, back-to-back -to -back yeah, touchdowns. You know the NFL's <laughs> leading passer was this weekend, guys? Here we go. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky, 20 yeah. of 28. I could not love him more. I've always been a big fan. I always am rooting for this Ryan Tannehill vibe, uh, part two of his career. He's up there in Buffalo. He got so much playing time against his former team, the Chicago Bears. Uh, I think Justin Fields is putting pressure on Coach Nagy. I think Andy Dalton is putting pressure uh, on Coach Nagy by not performing uh, up to snuff and being exciting. And I, I, I do think Mitchell Trubisky performing so well also adds a little bit of pressure and shortens the leash on QB1 Andy Dalton as well. I really did. Awesome. I loved seeing it. I could not have been happier. And then they dapped each other up before mm -hmm. the game. It was great to see. It was awesome. Everybody Always rooting for you, Mitchell. Nickelodeon Always. MVP jokes all they want. Mitch is number two overall pick. He's talented as hell. He's got a fresh lease on life, and we're rooting for Agreed. him. Agreed. Um, next, during the Ravens-Panthers game, we saw Gus Edwards, the Ravens running back, rocking a custom-made bus chain in honor of his nickname, Gus the Bus, a nickname that Jerome Bettis has given him a full green light to wear. He has approved it. He says that's fine. Now, we have, look at There's a full-on bus right there with the headlights, and it appears to have a destination. I'm pretty sure that's custom. Let's pick the player, though. Let's go off of this, that you'd most like to see on a piece of jewelry with the hashtag Best baller bling. Peter, not big baller brand. Yeah. Best baller bling. Let's go to Mr. Bling P. Shred. Shout out to Jello. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Um, bling bling. Yeah. What's up? Um, What's DG? Matter? Was that who was there? I love that guy. Um, Nooch. Who's Nooch? Ben DiNucci. Okay, I'm watching Hard Knocks, and they're all referring to him as Nooch. What up, Nooch? What up, Nooch? I think it's the coolest nickname. Nooch. I want to see a chain on my man Nooch that just says Nooch. But we learned on Hard Knocks. He is also a expert chess player. So you want to put a little, maybe a little queen. A little bishop. A little bishop. Uh, a little king. A little pawn. Uh -huh, uh -huh. A little something, a little, uh -huh. little chess piece. Uh -huh. But the nooch, I want to see a nooch chain with a little chess piece on it. I think that would be really cool. Peter, are you doing this like you put sometimes put it out there for jerseys and then you get a Chuba Hubbard jersey? And also, yeah. yeah. I want a nooch chain. <laughs> Nooches look good. I watched them in the preseason this week. I think the nooch might have a roster spot, too. All right. Um, I'm going with the guy who had one hell of a catch. Uh, but can we run this catch right now? This is a Jordan Franks who had a beautiful catch on the <laughs> Going on, a little What's toe going on? drag swag. Uh, yeah, check this out. And listen, there's just there's just something about the Browns. You know, like there was something about Mary. There's something about the Browns. So for me, uh, let's go ahead and give them the nickname Franks and Baines. Go ahead, Nate. Uh, go ahead. Franks and Baines. So you gave yeah. him a nickname. Uh, yeah, I think that's a great nickname, you know, because you kind of throw these footballs like beans and these guys are catching them. So instead of going air Jordan yeah. Franks or Air. Yeah. Let's just go Franks and Bates. How'd you get the beans above the Franks? Like, how'd you get the beans above the Franks? Hey, come look at this. Frank, come look at this. Oh, it's the best. Wait a I like that you gave a nickname. Yeah. I thought it was just yeah, a yeah, chain. Yeah, yeah, sure. What's the chain? Sure. Chain is uh, Franks and Beans. Okay. Yeah. Is it the words or the image? <laughs> is it the image? Uh, image too. All right, uh, baby, let's go. All right, picture this guy. It's week week 10 or something, and he gets a chance to start, and he walks up to the post-game post -game podium. Let's take a look. Do we have it? This this kid? This one, right? Yeah. And he walks up and he does the WWE walk up there and he's got a macaroni and cheese bowl, like platinum, canary good. diamonds for the macaroni, a spoon, all of it just hanging from him. I would like that to Lincoln, live in that world. So, yes, mac and cheese. I like that.
think I've seen that before on a rap. Have you? Oh. Apologies to him. Someone said once that when when you know Karen asked to see the manager, that's the manager walking, and I can't shake it out of my head. Yeah, pretty good. I just took him as the manager. All right. We uh, if you don't know this, this is Nate's final week on the show in his present role. He'll be leaving in a certain regard that we're still not totally sure of. But while going through our favorite Nate moments in show history, we stumbled upon just a little gem of Nate doing his best Steve Urkel impression. We're back tomorrow. 7 a.m. We'll be here. We'll see you then. See you guys tomorrow, man. Lori Laughlin on the show tomorrow. Lori Laughlin. Right here. Thanks for joining us, guys. Nate, do you remember? Where did the tape come from? What, what was that? I don't that? even know why we were doing that. Why were my clothes so tight? I know. We used to stand up at the end like that, and you would always do something. Um, I was in my 30s then. It was different. I know, Nate. You're all, Nate's 40 years old now. That's it. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, we we want to pick, though, a TV character that we'd love to have Nate impersonate, okay. as in he did with Steve Urkel there. So respond to how you would do the topic. Hashtag pleased cast Nate. Peter, who you got? I know you've been right. binging some TV lately. Who are you thinking? I have. Uh, White Lotus, I'm in. You're in? Um, yeah. Uh, Armand. Uh, Armand. <laughs> I thought that walk from Mac Jones was Armand. <laughs> was Armand. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to go with this guy. And Nate, I'm going to actually put you on the spot here. I'm okay. saying Al Pacino. Why? Mm. Al, there he is. Great, hey, great image. There it is. There Stay hot, AP. Nate, tell the story. All right, uh, so I was on the red carpet of The Irishman. And De Niro pops by. You know, De Niro does his thing. Uh, you, you have uh, a few other um, actors and Sebastian. actresses. Sebastian. Shout out to Sebastian. Uh, he, 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 Sebastian Menescalco. He's like, hey, yeah, give everybody my love. Mm-hmm. And Patino comes by, and I do the whole, hey, um, Al, what's going on, man? Uh, listen, my name is Nate. We said, I know who you are. What? <laughs> I'm like, well, what? And I literally go like this. Hey, cut the cameras. I'm sweating uh-huh. right now. I'm, I'm rattled. I don't know what's going on. I say, hey, um... Mr. Pacino, do you seriously know him? Yeah, yeah, I'm a football fan. You, you, you do the morning show, right? With, with, the, with the other people. Right. The, the four other people, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, and you do the Sunday show, right? Yeah. I, I, love, the, I love the Chiefs. And I was like, what oh, is going on right now? <laughs> Literally, what's going on? Kneecaps are sweating. I'm, I'm nervous. My voice is trembling. And he was like, you're doing a good job. And I just thought to myself, this is... He didn't say is- you're doing a good job. He said, well, he's, well, he's, do it in his voice. Oh, he said, yeah, hey, you do a good job. And I was like, well, this is crazy. <laughs> so trying to get everybody see, paid. You want to see him with that voice in the scent of a woman. Yeah, yeah. the scent of a woman. Oh, yeah. Ooh-ha. Tyrell ah, Williams, ooh <laughs> He loves football. Loves, loves football and watches the show. So Maybe he'll to... come on on your last week with Megatron. We can book him back to back. Back to back. Together in a segment. <laughs> so Bob De Niro, he didn't come over? He, no. he, you know? he did, he did. Yeah, we were talking about <laughs> You know Nate Burleson? No. Yeah, we, we uh, politics. Ah, I bet <laughs> you got you a did. What do you got, Adam? I thought, so this is him in a TV show. I, th- I thought about, like, you would just, any Dave Chappelle episode, you would just crush. I mm-hmm. feel like you draw some of your inspiration for some of your characters here on Good Morning Football from that. Okay. But I would have to say Mike Myers in the TV series of A Cat in the yeah. Hat, mm-hmm. just because... No, oh <laughs> I God. wanted to show the yeah, photo. What an image! At some point, and I and I do believe Nate, you do a good cats impression. Cats? Didn't the, you once the show when we were talking about James Corden and cats? So Mike Myers and cats, or Mike no, Myers and cats? I did Mike Myers and the cat in the hat, but okay. because you can do a good cat impression. Yeah, there's something about the Angelico ball, and it was I didn't know what was going on. Can you? I, it was just like as soon as the movie started, it was <laughs> just like. <laughs> 
Yeah. That, Jason Derulo was singing. That is my favorite. And the cast didn't have no clothes on, like Winnie the Pooh. It was just, it really creeped me out. And I don't know what the Angelica ball was. He came in the next day and he was like, It was good. It was good. But I was confused. Notoriously the worst movie of all. I still don't know what the Angelica was. It might actually be the worst movie ever made. James Corden in a tight, like, cat suit. Sounds like a throwdown. Cat in the hat or cats? Go ahead. Go ahead. It's funny, Adams touched on this, but if you could play anything, I would do, here, I'm going to cover this up. I would do Dave Chappelle. As Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> the Samuel Jackson beard. Nate, you know exactly what I'm talking. Give me a of little course. bit. Yes. Uh, listen, I, I would like to do that as a football coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'm tired of all these bleeping interceptions in the bleeping end zone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love it. I love a Samuel Jackson. I love please. Samuel. Jackson. I hope um, they burn in hell. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with uh, James Evans, uh, John Amos, you know, good times. Let's, let's, yeah. let's bring okay. that old school uh -huh, back. Uh -huh. you know? I want that. Shout out to John Amos. I met him a few times. Uh, James Evans is uh, an incredible, incredible talent. So, yeah, I would go James Evans, good times. Okay, That's how you feel? You're moving on up? That was great. Um, it's the East Side, actually. Why don't you the tell us? Why don't you tell us what TV show you're? <laughs> <laughs> what TV show are you really going to be on? What TV? What? What TV sitcom show are you really going to be on, Nate? Uh, I think uh, Night Court is what. Night Court. Bam, that's what bam. they're bringing it back. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Well, Silva on the West Coast, he's got the news and the headlines on this. Nate's last week on the show. I cannot believe it is Nate's last show. There are so many things that I have learned about Nate throughout these last five years that I'll be bringing up throughout the show and throughout the week. <laughs> I know that, Nate, you don't like bungee man. jumping. I know you don't right. like octopi and you don't like two-page text either. You like letters because mm, they uh, they show more emotion. So, right? Am I right about all Just those things? Right okay. Yep. You're also a big proponent yep. of vasectomies no as well, my friend. So, oh, yeah. yes, yes. Exactly. Uh, so, we, we've, we've learned a lot. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, either way, uh, let's do that smooth transition now to the uh, quarterback battle in Indy, if you will. If I can make that transition, but I will anyway. Uh, Jacob Eason and Sam Ellinger are both battling it out in Indy to see who's going to be the week one starter against the Seahawks. But 
don't count out Carson Wentz just yet. Head coach Frank Reich saying on Sunday that Wentz will return to practice on a limited basis this week. Wentz has not practiced since undergoing foot surgery earlier this month and was given a 5-12 to 12 week timetable for his return. Reich also saying Quentin Nelson will be returning to practice as well. Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungabayaloa looking good in his second preseason game. He played the entire first half against the Falcons going 16 of 23 for 183 yards and a touchdown. While many starters only play a series or two early in the preseason, Dolphins head coach Brian Flores thinks the added work is just what Tua needs right now. He had a pretty good time of possession there and really throughout the game. Tua obviously was a big part of that. Threw the ball well, had good command of the offense, made good decisions. Uh, I think overall, I mean, it was good execution. I think the, the number one benefit is that Tua loves to play football, and um, he wants to be out there, and we want him out there. I think it's, you know, to me, if you want to get better at football, you got to play football. Uh, that's just my opinion. And that is a good opinion to have. Tua, this is going to be a big season for him as, of course, he's another year removed from injury and also is another year in the offense. And Tua also trying to prove to people that they indeed made the right choice by picking him over Justin Mm -hmm. Herbert. Okay, and guys? Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's important. Thank you so much, Will. Tua looked sharp, and no Will Fuller, no Devontae Parker. He was lighting it up, and he has lit it up through the preseason without his full cast of characters out there that he will have at his disposal week one. How impressed were you guys by Tua's performance this weekend, and are you sold on him yet, Kyle? I think so. I'm not sure yet. He he, he looks good. He looks sharp. He made some nice plays. He looked like that kind of Alabama S Tua that you wanted, but there's just so many stakes with this guy right now. I read this article on the drive into work this morning in the Miami Herald, and it was basically it's time to start believing in the Miami Dolphins again. That's a line, and it's when when most of your good memories about the Dolphins are your father's memories. This thing is so loaded emotionally with the Dolphins quarterback. It's a lot like Bears fans, and that like we need this dude to work out. Um, he looked fine. He looked good. It was a preseason game. He's a second round guy, second year guy in the top ten pick. He should look good. I just, when I can't make up my mind about somebody right now and I start to think, how's this going to go? You know what you have to do. What do we got to do? You have to check the schedule. You have to check the schedule. Always check the schedule. Never mind 90% of the screen. Just join me in the upper left-hand corner. At Patriots versus Bills. That's all I need to know. That will tell us. If you go through that game, too, and you're shaking, you're 0-2, mayday, mayday. You got to win at least one of them. Go get both of them. We could bring up a million pieces of tape and cutaways and interviews about how he looked in the preseason. You're going to beat Belichick in the opener in New England? You're going to go in there with all those banners and win that game like you're supposed to? You got something for Josh Allen week two? Guys, we will have a lot of Tua talks after two weeks based on those two games about the next 10 years of Dolphins football. I hope it's positive, but until he beats those teams, I don't know. He needs we to be out the gate. He's got to be that for you. I can't think of two games that would be more loaded for the Dolphins than those two matchups. I don't care if he played Herbert and Chargers. Never mind all that. If they Patriots, win. Bills. If he comes out of that 2-0, we got something. Yeah, we, we got, got a something. sensation. You know, it's ironic that you brought up the Miami Herald um, in preparing for the segment. I tapped into the Miami Herald, too. I went what back you got? a couple of months, though, because okay. I wanted to see what people were saying around the time Tua came out and said, didn't really have a grasp of the playbook. I, I didn't really know it really, really well. And everybody lit him up. And they were surprised. They were like, what's going on? I can't believe a quarterback would come out to say that. 
They say the truth will set you free, and that's all he did was admit that as a rookie, I was dealing with a lot, and the playbook was condensed, maybe because I didn't have a grasp of it. When you look at him play now, when you pay attention to what's been going on in the preseason, mm-hmm. you can tell they opened this thing up. This isn't just slants and bubble routes and him just getting the ball out quickly, screen plays, and just making it a simplified version of what they really want to run. Now that the playbook, playbook is open, imagine what they're going to be doing in the week of the week one pre the week one of regular season. Mm-hmm. We're talking the first two weeks. This is a vanilla version of their offense. He's working it seamlessly. Now they're going to be able to give Tua the complete playbook, and he'll play a lot better than he did last season. I love what I saw. Tua was awesome. He was slinging it too, which was great. But what I really liked was on the sidelines. I was watching this game. It was on NFL Network, and he's talking on the sidelines to Jakeem Grant. He's talking to Jalen Waddle, and he's very animated. He's like almost. This verbal leader that I, I was one, yeah. that wasn't the guy. And then Charlie Fry's there, who's the quarterback's coach, and he's next to him and he's nodding. But it's all Tua like leading and going, here's what we gotta be. Here's what. That was important. What I didn't like is that we're in a preseason game and he's playing a full first half, and this happens mm. here. I, I, I don't know if we need to see this. Here's Tua on a scramble on second and three, and it's like, all right, throw the ball away. It's, it's preseason. Now everyone say, I love the competitor in him, but gosh, this is preseason. I don't know if I need that. And just run out of bounds. All that stuff, like he slide or get rid of this because he is a second-year guy that we are banking on here. Okay. I did not like this play, and I know that it's Tua being the competitor and wanting every yard, but like, gosh, playing the whole entire first half, mm-hmm. this could be really interesting here mm-hmm. with Tua because I think this guy wants every yard and wants every play. But we sometimes have to protect him from himself. Mm-hmm. He loses those first two games. You still stick around. Potentially, there's, just there's no other options. Yeah, I mean, it's two games. For round <laughs> two. I'm just curious because seeing growth out of him, it's hard to not be excited about. Yeah, listen, he'll be around. He'll be there. He's still going to be their guy, but, like, the knives are going to be out. And yeah. especially, look, the Herbert thing, this is how we do things. That's That was that was Trubisky's plight the whole time in Chicago is Watson and Mahomes. you got to win one of those games. True. You can't come out of those games on two. You can't. And, and if they do, it means a whole lot. How about Nate going and uh, visiting the local library for microfiche? That was incredible, Nate. <laughs> yeah. Miami Herald. and found that old article? <laughs> Armando <laughs> Salguero wrote in... Yeah, right? <laughs> Lexus, Lexus. <laughs> <laughs> At GMFB. Time now to check out last night's list of the top 100 players of 2021 presented by Crown Royal. Here are the players ranked 40 to 31. Bradley Chubb getting some love. Love seeing Marlon Humphrey. Everybody's talking about how physical he is out there doing his thing. Bakhtiari. I think Miles Garrett said he was the toughest to go against. Uh, keeping it going here from 30 to 21. Fred Warner, friend of the show. DK Metcalf, friend of the show. Bobby Wagner, Devin White, friends of the show. Aaron Jones, yeah, they're all here. And let's take a look, guys, now at 20 through 11 from Dalvin Cook to Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, and Stephon Diggs. Guys, let's take a talk about Let's take a little talk. Okay, take a little talk. Russell Wilson, yeah. He finished number two in the rankings this year. He is 12th. What do we think of his placement on the top 100 players list? Shags, I'm going to write to you. I try not to get upset or outraged about this list. I know it every year Uh-oh. there's going to be something that disappoints me. And I know every year there's going to be something that annoys me. And then I'm going to get in this hole and I'm like, what do I care? <laughs> what do we care? What is this? It's an innocuous list. Russell Wilson being outside the top 10 is 
ridiculous to have yeah. uh, defensive players who weren't defensive player of the year being voted above him to have running back any running back I don't care if it's a 2,000 yard season over Russell Wilson who last year threw this team on his back and basically did everything he possibly could to get this team a division title as long as Russell Wilson gets out of bed and he's playing football he's a top five player in this league Russell Wilson at 12 is one of the most ridiculous things this list has ever brought us and of course as always the people at the network well the players voted on it. I'm confused by that. Any mm. player who's played against Russell Wilson will tell you that you do not have Russell Wilson outside the top 10. Is it just they don't like Russell Wilson anymore? Maybe. Like, what is this? Fatigue? Russell Wilson? We talk all the Do you know that Russell Wilson never got an MVP vote? Yeah. I think an even bigger crime against Russell Wilson is the fact he was once voted outside the top 10 in this list. Uh, he might come back with a vengeance just based on this. Wow. Russell Wilson is a top five player every year. A little top yeah, I would agree 12? with you. I would agree with you, but it's not how you start, it's how you finish. You guys know I'm the biggest Russell Wilson fan there is, but I feel like if they would have made this list or at least voted on early in the season, Russell Wilson might be number one. He was the MVP going through September into the rest of the season. We're like, he is cooking. He's on fire. He's going to win the MVP. But then he trailed off, and towards the end of the season, he started making some very uncharacteristic mistakes, and this is around the time guys start voting on this. We on this show have recency bias. A lot of times, players have recency bias, but that can work against you when you're not playing well later in the season. And not to mention that, it wasn't just Russell Wilson throwing some uncharacteristic picks. The Seahawks just weren't playing well, and they didn't look good. So I think teams were looking at who was playing well, who was on fire, and who, are mo who was the most impressive group of guys. And Russell Wilson didn't fall on that list mm -hmm. later in the season. Second half. I, I can't get there with you guys on this. There's 1,700 players in the league. <laughs> he's the 12th best player? That seems like an honor to me. It's not like he's 40th. He's 12th! But he's lower that's, than that's, the year before. Uh, yeah, and he wasn't as good last year as the year before. Like, I just can't draw swords over Russell Wilson at 12th. Uh, listen, look at the history. He's always got a ton of respect year after year on this list. 12th, 2nd, 25th, 11th, 24th, 17th. So what we're talking about here... Receipts. We're talking about like a, a nine-year run of players thinking he's excellent. Top 25. Again, 1,700 players. 32 starting quarterbacks. Why doesn't he have an MVP vote? Because he never deserved one in any of those years. Why isn't he higher than 12? Because I look at the... He's probably about the 12th best player, Peter. 12! That is great disrespect that he's been top 10 once. Uh-huh. Well, now we're, Peter, we don't have to retroactively do it. We're back on the 12. I'm just showing for context. Was he, re were there really not 11 players better than him at any, I think TJ Watt was better at his position than Russell Wilson was in his last year. I, Peter, I'd love to get mad with you. I really would. I want to get in on a Monday morning and just be pissed. I can't get there. It's 12. It's, it's August 23rd. Yes. Okay. The second week of the preseason. Yeah. And I am enraged. I know. I know. Russell Wilson's top 100 list thing. And I know going in, I'm going to hate it always. Do you think he's mad? Do you think he's mad? Like, like, come on. Do that. Do you think he, Russ is going to be like, they voted me he might. I'm going to burn I the think, world. I think the MVP voting thing really pisses him off. I it's like I'm Monday morning every day of the season. Go get that MVP vote. Go take your team. Will them to the NFC Championship game and get yourself higher in that list next year. Mm. And I think Betty? he's going to have to wait a few years for Canton, too. And I, at this point, yeah. Oh. Let's just keep on going. Are we buying Zach Wilson hype? We'd love it here in New York City. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been in on Zach Wilson since that first preseason game. I think he got even better in that second preseason game. Salah said it. He's light years ahead. So as I've said on this show,
the entire summer. I don't expect anything from the Jets team this year, but I think there's going to be some lights out play from the quarterback. It will get bad before it gets good. There will be growing pains. That is a very young offense, an offensive line that is still figuring things out. But you see the arm talent, and it's hard not to feel at least a little bit excited as a Jets fan that this is the future. Let's see this pass here. There's one of my favorites here. He's looking, looking, looks away, and then throws this beautiful touch. So he has the velocity if he needs mm. to. But as we showed in that breakdown during the highlight, he can look off once, can look off twice, and then he can just throw the beautiful touch pass. I thought it was a really cool week for Wilson, too, because he spent so much time with Rodgers. They had this joint practice, and Rodgers could be aloof sometimes, doesn't necessarily embrace everybody, and yet he has taken Zach Wilson under his wing. Kyle really went through it last week about their history and how they've gotten to know each other and how there were jabs thrown during the, uh, during the college football season. It was all good. And Rodgers has really embraced him. Here's what Aaron Rodgers had to say during the broadcast on how impressed he was with Zach Wilson and then Wilson's response after that. He's a good young kid. You know, I really like his disposition, his mentality. He can throw the heck out of it. You know, he had a really nice throw where he kind of broke the pocket, broke contain, moving to his right, threw it way down the right sideline. That's kind of stuff he's going to need to do. You know, as we saw this week in practice, they got a lot of young guys. Their front uh, offensive line still needs to gel together. I said, man, you got you to gotta be on your footwork and make sure you're dealing that ball because you know, there's growing pains as a rookie for sure, especially on a team that struggled last year. But excited for him. You know, I really just appreciate him as a, as a man. I mean, he's, he's an awesome guy. And, uh, you know, he definitely doesn't have to come up to me and, and say anything. You know, I, I don't expect him to, but it it's, means the world to me. Uh, that he's able to come up to me and just, you know, whatever advice it is, you know, whether it is, you know, hey, good throw or maybe you could do this a little bit better. You know, it, it means a lot to me that he's just able to reach out. I think it's cool. I think it's cool that the, the, the MVP is taking an interest in a rookie on another team. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's connections and fabric with LaFleur and then Mike LaFleur, is, his little brother, is now the offensive coordinator of Zach Wilson. If Wilson can look to Rodgers and have that kind of guy as a mentor or even a voice to, to go to, I think that's going to be huge for his development because this year is going to be really tough. Mm-hmm. He's going to get beat up pretty bad with that Jets offensive line and what they got. Year two will be better. Year three will be great. Mm-hmm. Year one, I, I fear for Zach Wilson because of just – how young that offense is. He's got to stay above the water. Mm-hmm. Maybe Rodgers can help and be a mentor. I have nothing um, dissenting or snarky to say in any way. He looked really good. And I actually think that was, in a way, a clutch preseason performance just because the storyline all week is just Rodgers and Wilson, Rodgers and Wilson, and Rodgers praises them, and they're getting comparison. It's like if you come out there and lay an egg and chuck two interceptions, like that's a big clunker. And also, Rodgers is going to do that interview on the broadcast. And if you're getting your head kicked in and they got, what do you think? Well, you know, he's going to have to take his lumps. Like that's not cool. Then that's the sound that we're playing. I also think... It's easy right now to get seduced by these rookie quarterbacks because they're all just very talented. Mm. Like, I don't know if they're good quarterbacks yet, but they're all talented. They're all drafted really high. Anybody can sit in, like, a perfect pocket and just chuck it, whoop de doo good for you. I like the stuff when he was moving around, looking off guys, like, moving the pocket, mobilizing, doing all that stuff that wasn't just, hi, I have a strong arm, that's why I was drafted. It looked, he looked like an athlete. He looked like a quarterback. And if you were to pull up the BYU tape, this is why everybody liked him. Look at all this stuff that he does. He looks like the college Zach Wilson that the Jets fell in love with. And he's doing it, frankly, you know, he's doing it in one of our cathedrals in Lambeau Field with the MVP sitting there. So, of course, it was good. He looked athletic. I thought there was a clutch to it where he really delivered. And I have to say, if we were going to power rank these guys, and I think we would, right now I think Zach Wilson has looked the most impressive of the rookie quarterbacks. It's close. There's been some other guys who have looked good. I think Wilson is number one based on that. Yeah, he looked good. And uh, to your point about him getting outside the pocket and using his athleticism, 
we don't have to wait two to three years from now. I remember watching Sam Darnold in like year two, three, we were like, well, finally, we're, we're seeing him get outside the pocket. They should have started out right out the gate and used his legs. And we're seeing that athleticism. We're seeing that arm strength. Um, and, and I appreciate that. Around this time, you get three different versions of people talking. Players do the cliches. You know, at the end of the day, we got to mm -hmm. take it one game mm -hmm. at a time and get ready for week one. Coaches, they do the coach speak. You know, it's open competition at every position, and we're all going to work hard. Fans, they overreact about everything. Mm -hmm. And I remember the Jets having their scrimmage and not looking good. Yeah, there's a couple clips out there that look really bad, sure. like the bad news Jets. <laughs> and then the fans are like, what's going on? What are we doing here? This Zach Wilson kid, he isn't a thing. You know what, he is a thing. Huh. And he's really good. And he proved why he was selected where he was. And he can do a little bit of everything out there on the field. He can drop back traditionally just like this, which is what you want to see. Timing routes. All right, Corey Davis, you be exactly where I think you're going to be. I'll put the ball where you need it to be. And you get the rock. And then moving your legs a little bit, those off-time plays, I love seeing that. Because I don't want to look up two to three years from now and say, well, we should have used his athleticism yeah, a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, yeah. The game has changed. You come in as a Let's rookie go. and you use your complete skill set. You know what? Zach Wilson has it all. The accuracy on the run was super impressive to your point of how he looked out there. I mean, it's exactly what tantalized us at BYU with those highlights that we saw going into the draft. Uh, so we have Aaron Rodgers with the praise and Salah with the praise. Tony Romo was getting ready to play some golf over the weekend. The Utah Open. Here's what he had to say. A, a, aggressive quote of praise for him. You guys don't know how good this kid is. I'm talking about Zach Wilson. He's super rare. I watched his first game and maybe four other plays, but I can see certain things. He has special <laughs> traits that God doesn't give to many people. He goes on to say his ceiling is crazy high. Patrick Mahomes crazy level. So Jets fans are loving this. There's Jets blogs that are like, we needed to hear this. We love hearing this from Aaron Rodgers and Tony Romo. Uh, I I too like Zach Wilson, a la Peter Schrager. I too preach patience with this team. I we had a conversation about our expectations for them. I said I just want wild plays. Just mm -hmm. give me wild plays that make me excited about the future of the franchise. Knowing all of this, including the Tony Romo quote, including what everybody else is saying, your thoughts, Kyle, on what this team can do this year? I think they can they can get a wild card if this guy's good. And I have to say. We, you have almost a glitch at this point. Yeah. What is going on with you? Because I, I know, hold on. I know what they up. got going on. In five years, we have Gosh. never heard you be so insistent on hedging praise with, now wait, it's going to take time, it's going to take time. Is that something, are you trying to protect him? Yes. Or the team? What's going on with because that? Because I know just how much of an uphill thing this is. And I follow this team very closely and speak with them there. Like, there are going to be a lot of excited people about Wilson. But this team is not there yet, and they've got to preach patience because what happens too many times in this city particularly, okay. the cart gets before the horse, and then it ruins the kid. And it's like, oh, I... Uh. Do you think that happened with Danny Dimes in the city? I don't think there was that. Maybe that first start after Tampa win, yeah. and everyone was like, Danny Dimes, and yeah, it, yeah. it's taken a while. So I just... He's a young guy. That's a young team. It's a young coach. It's a very young organization. Is it too much hype right now for him? Because it's a lot. Just it's a lot. Mahomes like levels, and then you know that's all I'm saying. Yeah. The hype and Mahomes didn't even get that kind of hype when Mahomes was doing it. So I think it's a lot of hype. But he's handling it well. Of he's course, and that's much. why you like to hear it. It's not as much hype as Herbert. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. It's time for today's Training Camp Spotlight presented by Progressive Insurance. Patrick Mahomes saw some action on Saturday against the Cardinals, and after the game, he was asked if he was getting used to his revamped offensive line uh, and if that was the main objective for him this preseason. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, 100%. Um, and just being on the same page when it's kind of the real thing. I mean, obviously, at practice, you're, you're going hard, and you can really communicate. There's there's a crowd, but it's not loud. Uh, people aren't are, – are, their juices are flowing in the game. Um, so just kind of whenever the game's going going on, being to be able to communicate with the whole offensive line, um, being on the same page and being on the execute whenever, whenever uh, the play's called. And they go back home, of course, for their third preseason game this Friday against the Vikings back at Arrowhead. The Chiefs offensive line, of course, a work in progress. They'll need time. They'll need patience before they start clicking and gelling. Which unit in the NFL are you being most patient with this season, Peter? Yeah, we talked about the Jets in the last segment, <clears throat> how their fans need to be patient. I think the Lions fans need to be really patient this year. I think this is going to be a really big turnover year, and meaning that's a transition. And you just got to be patient because the offense might not have – the skill position players of other teams within the NFC conference. But mm. let's look at their Lions receivers because I think it's actually a cool opportunity for a couple of these guys to make a big jump and step up here. These are the receivers. There is no Megatron. There is no Nate Burleson. There is no Marvin Jones. Golden there is Tate. no Golden Tate. These are a bunch of guys who you have heard of elsewhere. And the bottom name there, Amon Ra St. Brown, is the guy who has gotten the most buzz in camp. Hmm. Um, but Tyrell Williams, we knew, like, he's on the Lions now. Maybe they're number one. Brashad Perryman, we've heard him 13 other places. He's there number two. Uh, it's going to be a long year for some of these Lions fans if they're expecting them to come out of the gates and just be firing from all cylinders. Antoine Randall, L, is the wide receiver's coach. I think that's great. It's a guy who's been there and done that and has a Super Bowl ring now with the Buccaneers. But, yep. I, look, I don't know if there's a fantasy player on that list. I don't know if there is a guy that's worth saying this is going to be a breakout season. And yet, we never know. And last year, Justin Jefferson came out and broke every rookie record. Maybe that's Amon Ross St. Brown. But patience, 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 Lions I'm fans. not familiar with Quintez Cephas. Is, 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 he actually has an incredible story. He's out of Wisconsin. Is that right? And what he went through in college, is, it's one of those stories where you're like, it's redemption, but well, also... Okay. An incredible story, yeah. Fifth-round pick out of Wisconsin. All right, well, now we have somebody to root for. Yeah, there you too. go. Cephas. Um, I'm going to go with one of the most important groups in all of what we do, maybe the most important group, the Cowboys defense. Like, we've been waiting for this one yeah. for years. Mm. We're going to see them Thursday night in Tampa. And I think there's this idea that, well, all right, well, they brought in Dan Quinn, and they drafted a linebacker, and he's on HBO, and he's got a cool personality, so they'll be ready to crack some skulls. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how fast this is going to work. I also, look, 
I don't know if this mojo moment thing is going to work out either. If you haven't watched Hard Knocks, Mike McCarthy or someone on his staff's uh, invention was the mojo moment, which draws from Austin Powers from the 90s. And everybody makes a play. And if you make a play, that's our mojo moment. We galvanize. Right? I mean, like... I, I, I lost my mojo when I heard that. That is a movie from the late 90s. Most of the players don't, don't, weren't even of age to see it, if not born. Is that mojo moment? Like, couldn't you have at least just pulled from Anchorman? Did you groan when you heard it? It's not, it wasn't audible, Peter. I think it was a cringe. <laughs> but I wasn't in the room, and maybe it'll work, and maybe they'll have the last laugh. Look, the Packers last year did a gold member thing, also from Austin Powers. So yeah. I don't know if that's going to be it, but if the Cowboys defense comes out and Brady hangs 40 points on them in week one, wait. We, we're going to have to wait to get our mojo back, I guess. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that's it. Smashing. Uh, we'll see. Shag. <laughs> we'll see if it works. Jeez, <laughs> um, uh, For me, I'm looking Shag at Shagadelic, baby. Yeah, shag now, a shag later. <laughs> one million dollars. I mean, like, that whole thing. That's just, oh. Well, they got, like, one billion dollars on the roster. Um, Scott! Their their roster is worth a lot more. Zipit.com! Okay, so for me, I'm looking at the Saints. The Saints quarterback situation. Austin Powers, great movie. Yeah, Yeah, it's a great movie. A great movie. Um, There was a Dr. Evil, and then there was a miniature Dr. Evil. Shout out to Mini-Me. Shout out to Mini-Me. Gotta do it. Um, Seth Green. So, for me, it's Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. Sure. And, you know, you guys mentioned turnover on rosters. Just saying, you might have to deal with a few turnovers on offense. Uh-huh. Um, and if you pay attention to what's been going on in the preseason, they had an interception and a two fumbles loss in the week one of the preseason. Everybody's like, oh, here we go again. Saints quarterback situation is going to be up in the air. Just be a little bit patient. I mean, one, they don't have Michael Thomas on the field. Like, this is their best receiver. Yep. You know, you can go uh, Alvin Kamara and then Michael Thomas says they're two absolute superstars, dominant players. When they're on the field, they have a chance to win every game. He's going to be out for the foreseeable future. We don't know when he's going to be back. So give them a little bit of patience to figure it out. One, figure out what they're going to do on offense at the quarterback position. But then, two, figure out who are going to be the guys to step up. Who's going to be that go-to wide receiver Mm -hmm. outside of Kamara catching out of the Mm -hmm. backfield? Which tight end is going to be that go-to guy in the Mm -hmm. red zone? I just say be a little bit patient. And then when Michael Thomas comes back, hopefully they have a rhythm and he'll fit right in. We'll see who gets the reps. They take on the Arizona Cardinals. They're uh, in New Orleans, 8 p.m. on Saturday. Let's take a closer look at the NFL record books. Nate, what streak of re- or record do you hope is broken this season? I'm going with the receptions in a season. Michael Thomas already breaking oh. Marvin Harrison's record. I-, I would like to see that go down. Of course, we know this is a passing league. That's what we like to say here on TV. Um, but, you know, he did it. He did it in great fashion. It wasn't just all quick routes and hitches and slants. He was a true route runner in this season. Um, so we want to see if uh, somebody else can break that. Look, Stephon Diggs was the best receiver mm-hmm. in all of football statistically. You can put Devontae Adams in that conversation with the 18 touchdowns he had. But still, he didn't come close to the record that my guy Michael Thomas put up. But here's the thing, though. I want targets, targets, targets. Because if we get somebody with targets, we could possibly not only get the reception record, but we could get the best receiving yard season as well. So I want targets thrown to the best receivers in the game. Let's not even play around right out the gate. This is a topic where you need a name, Nate. This is your last week. Go out with a flash. Who's going to break the record if it's going to be receiving yards? Name a name. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, Adams, receiving yards. It's going to be between Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs. There it is. Um, I took the easy way out. You had to pick someone. I'm just going to go and double down. The Ravens have the 
all-time leading team rushing record in the history of the NFL <laughs> two years ago during Lamar's MVP season, and it was with Mark Ingram, and it was with all the great running backs. I think the Ravens break their own record this year. I think J.K. Dobbins is going to put up a huge season. I think Lamar Jackson is going to put up a huge season. I think the Ravens, who broke this record at, with 3,300 yards as a team, oh, now with J.K. Dobbins, with Gus Edwards, with Lamar Jackson, with my man Ben Mason running the ball as a fullback. I think with all those guys, they're going to break it. 3,500? Double down. Double down, triple down in this case. They're going to beat it. They need some Rashad Bateman. That would be really good. Um, if you ever watch football on a Sunday and you see the word flipper trending on Twitter, it's because some wide receiver has gone nuts and like 180 yards receiving in the first half, and they think they might break the flipper record. I want to see Flipper Anderson's single-game receiving yards record broken. It is 336 yards in one game. It's had an awesome run. It's 32 years running. It's great. I love Flipper. He was incredible in college with Troy Aikman. But it is time for someone to take this down. If we are truly in a passing league, someone needs to beat this. I remember once Julio had 300 yards against the Panthers. And we thought, this is going to be the Flipper game. No one can ever catch Flipper. 336 is the number. And you want a name? You know who's going to do this year? Justin Jefferson. Second yeah. year is going to put up 336 okay. and break the Flipper's record. And when he does it, he's going to do a flip in the end zone and stick it. And then he'll do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's Flipper. He found himself on the top 100. Yeah. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.